Welcome to Money Tips by Charles Kelly, author of Yes, Money Can Buy You Happiness. Charles spent over 25 years in financial services, working for banks, insurance companies, and as a qualified independent financial advisor running his practice before setting up his speaking, consultancy, and property business. Money Tips will help you save, make, and accumulate more money, whether you are a business owner, entrepreneur, employee, or still searching for your vocation. Hello, and welcome again to Charles Kelly Money Tips. Hope you're having a great day. Uh, I want to talk to you about today is, is gold. Should you buy gold as part of your investment portfolio? Well, many people would describe gold as an insurance, really. It's, it's like having part of your portfolio in gold is like an insurance against other parts of your portfolio going down. And it should be remembered that gold for thousands of years has been considered to be a currency which people are trusted more than fiat or paper-based currencies. So in my opinion, I think people should be buying gold as part of their investment portfolio, as part of their investment strategy. They should have some gold or precious metals and, and, and silver as well. Now, it's interesting that the, the gold to silver price ratio had stood at around 47 to 50, and then it, then it went to 70, and it's now at 85. That means it's uh, an ounce of silver compared to gold. Uh, an ounce of silver is 85 times less than, than gold, or you would need 85 times the, the amount you'd need for an ounce of silver to buy an ounce of gold. So in other words, 85 times more expensive. Gold is 85 times more expensive. Now that's quite a high ratio. The spread is normally much uh, narrower than that. And that would indicate that perhaps gold will catch up. Uh, sorry, silver will catch up with gold when that ratio starts to close. Unlike silver, uh, gold is uh, not used in industrial terms so much. Silver is more of an industrial metal. So maybe it's slowed down as manufacturing output has, has slowed down. But gold or silver is still good. Some people still like the idea of gold because it just gold is gold. You know, it's just it always has been a precious sought after metal. So how can you buy gold? Well, there are various ways you can buy gold. You can buy the physical gold and I'll go into the ways you can buy the physical gold. But you can also buy gold shares and ETFs, which are exchange traded funds, which track the price of gold. But I, I personally like to, the, the feel of, of physical gold. Now, you can buy physical gold. I wouldn't suggest buying jewellery as, as part of your gold investment because jewellery is taking gold at a certain price and selling it at a higher price. Once it's been made into jewellery, it's often not very pure either. So, you know, you're unlikely to make much of an investment return on jewellery but you can make an investment return by buying physical gold in the form of gold coins. So in America, you have the American Eagle. Uh, and American Eagle, I think was the silver and the gold American Eagle Eagles recently sold out. The, the American Mint didn't have any more to sell. People were buying so many of them. Uh, in, in the UK, you have the Sovereign and Britannia coins. And as I said, these can be traded, used as currency almost. And I, th I think it's definitely worth buying. You can also buy gold bars. Now, when you think of gold bars, you think of those movies and bonds, you know, with these big gold bars. But you can also buy smaller gold bars. You can buy you know, gold bars for a few hundred pounds, depending on the size. You can buy coins fairly cheaply. There's, there's small coins, there's larger coins. 
So there's all different ways you can buy gold. Now, I'm not selling you any gold. I'm not selling you a course in buying gold. I'm just saying I think it's good to have some gold in your portfolio. And you can buy it from online dealers. You can buy it from shops in the high street. But generally online and, and recognized reputable bullion dealers are the best place to buy it. If you've got a lot of gold, you may need you may want to rent storage space rather than trying to store it you know, under the, the, the floorboards or in a, in a bank vault. You can rent storage space if you've got a lot, but that, that's something you need to decide on depending on how much you're buying. Gold price at the moment is around about $1,500 per ounce. It's gone up by about 30% in the last year, but many are predicting that this could go higher. It could go to 1,900, even 2,000 or more if there is a financial crisis. And a lot of people think there is a recession on the way or there's certainly a downturn in the stock market. They feel that after nine years of a bull run and not really getting fully out of the uh, last financial crisis that we could be in for, you know, we could definitely be heading for some sort of correction and maybe even a recession. And in which case the value of gold would go up because more money would pour into gold and silver. So that's just my recommendations. Have a look at gold as, a, as an insurance or as a hedge against other investments going down. I certainly am not putting my money into shares at the moment. I think it's a bit, it's a, you know, they are high at the moment, they're a bit too volatile. Uh, I'm waiting for prices to be corrected really so that I can buy stock at a cheaper rate. Property is okay, but property has, you know, gone up a lot in the last few years as well. And it's hard to find value in buy to let properties. However, interest rates are low and you can borrow money to buy property. So property is still a good long term investment because of what I just said. You can get a return on that property and you can borrow money at a lower rate than than the, the yield you would get. So if you get a 5% yield on a property, a 5% return on your money through the rental, you know, you can borrow money at, you know, one and a half percent fixed rates, interest only. So you've, you've got a margin there. Okay. Word of the day I want to go through is, is indicators, financial and economic indicators. What, what are these financial indicators, sometimes called KPIs? Uh, well, in, in a company, this, these indicators would give you an indication of how that company is doing. It would, it would predict the future of where that company is going. For instance, the debt ratio, the assets and liabilities, how much working capital the company's got, accounts payable turnover, how, how, how quickly are they getting their money in and paying their bills? cash flow, obviously profits and how much the profits have been rising or falling. That th These indicators, it's like a set of numbers that you can look at. And if you're running a business, you need to say to your sales team, well, let's have some KPIs. Let's look at what are you doing this week? So you might say to your sales team, okay, here's the first key performance indicator. How many calls have you made this week? How many people did you call on? And they might say, well, you know, this week was, it was, you know, I didn't get round. You know, and so look, I don't need the story. I just need a number. How many people have you called on? And I might say, well, two. How many sales you made? Well, none. Uh, how many appointments have you got next week? That's another key performance indicator. How many appointments have you got next week? Well, I've got three. Well, that's not many, is it? So you can see where that, that salesperson is going. They're not going any, they're not going very far, are they? You know, if they've got made no sales, they're not making calls, they've got no appointments. You know, how many phone calls have you made? How many letters have you sent? All these things are key performance indicators. You know, what volume of sales have come in? And it basically gives somebody a, a chance to look at some numbers 
down a line and say, well, this is where the company is going or this is where you know the company is going up or down and we need to do something about this area or that area. And then you can look at the next week and the next month or it could be monthly, it could be quarterly. And you can compare those figures on, on the spreadsheet and you get a pattern then of where it's going. Now, economic indicators tell you where the economy is going. You know, one of the indicators I've given you recently is the inverted yield curve, where that's an indicator that we might be going into recession, where long term bond yield or interest rates are lower than short term rates. And they're so low that they're almost non-existent. That's an indication that the market doesn't trust bonds and we could be into to a recession. There are basically five key economic indicators that most people would look at, most economists would look at, the markets would look at, the investors would look at. And the five key are GDP, gross domestic product, how much we're all producing, employment figures, consumer prices index, which would, would indicate the how much things are going up by or inflation. Then number four would be um, capital, the, the central bank uh, minutes. This is what the central banks are saying about the market. And number five, the PMI manufacturing statistics. So these indicators that economists would look at would just give you a brief a snapshot of the economy. You can often find these in the newspapers. And if you look at the, the business side, there might be some a page at the side and you can see, you know, this is what the you know interest rates, uh, employment figures, like employment figures in the UK uh, are very high at the moment. We've, we've got high employment, not high unemployment, like many countries in the Eurozone. So you'd be able to look down these figures, manufacturing GDP, and just get a, a brief snapshot of where the economy is going. And that, that's gold to silver ratio. That, that's another indicator of, of perhaps where the economy is going. So that's all for now. So as I said, just to summarize, I think gold is a good investment to have as a hedge. I wouldn't put all your money into gold. But, you know, if you've got an investment portfolio of, of mixture of shares and that sort of thing and bonds, I would put some money into gold. I personally think that gold will go up, but I'm not your financial advisor. The, the purpose of this podcast is is not for giving you financial advice it's, it's for entertainment and education and you need to make your own decision you need to take your own advice from your own advisor unfortunately many financial advisors are really just product salespeople. they just sell products from insurance companies um, banks and unit trusts and mutual funds they, they don't really say to you well go and do this yourself or go and buy some gold or go and buy a property they'll generally tell you invest in these funds that I want to sell you because I get a commission from those. Um, so, so not all financial advisors are the same. It's rare to find someone that takes a holistic approach and looks over the whole market. So thanks for listening. This is Charles Kelly bringing you money tips to help you save, earn, invest, accumulate and enjoy more money. Check out my book, Yes Money Can Buy You Happiness and have a great evening. And I will speak to you again tomorrow. Thank you for listening to Money Tips. For more tips and information, visit moneytipsdaily.com. The information given in this podcast is for your entertainment and should not be construed as financial advice. As always, take independent financial advice before making any investment decisions. 